Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates, making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines nears 23,000 as the health department logs 518 new cases of the disease. 280 are fresh cases, while 238 are infections that were detected more than three days ago. Six more people have died, while 99 others have recovered. Overseas, the Foreign Affairs Department reports 12 more Filipinos have acquired the disease, bringing the total to 5,401. While the Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Dashboard reports, the worldwide total confirmed COVID-19 cases is now at 7.1 million. Nearly half of that have already recovered. 406,000 have meanwhile died. More Filipino repatriates test positive for COVID-19 after returning home. Gracie Rutao with the details. Only four out of the 607 OFW repatriates coming from Dubai and Vancouver tested positive for COVID-19. In a ceremony this morning in Clark, more than 300 OFW repatriates were sent off to their respective provinces. They are seafarers from Royal Caribbean of Barbados who arrive at Clark International Airport on Saturday. They passed the initial health screening and were subjected to swab tests. While waiting for the swab test results, they were accommodated in hotels in Clark. The test samples were sent and processed at the Sebi Lingad Memorial Regional Hospital in the city of San Fernando, Pampanga. Yesterday, RT-PCR test results of the seafarers were released. Following the receipts of their certificates from the Bureau of Quarantine, the passengers are now on their way home. Last Monday, more than 200 OFWs coming from Dubai were also sent home. According to the National Action Plan Against COVID-19 Chief Implementer Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr., out of the 607 OFW repats, only four tested positives and were already brought home. 48 hours releasing of results and three-day send-off, according to authorities, is by far the fastest and most impressive turnaround time of COVID-19 testing in the country. And a returning Filipino worker in Cotabato City also tests positive for COVID-19, Lorene Andong reports. Dr. Miyato Katadon, the City Health Officer of Cotabato City, confirmed that the number of COVID-19 cases in Cotabato City climbs to 11. This is after a four-year-old female, a returning OFW, has a travel history from Manila, has tested positive yesterday. She arrived on Saturday from Manila to General Santa City Airport, but underwent triaging at the Maguindano Provincial Hospital, where she was tested positive during the rapid testing. But when she was about to be isolated, she declared that she is from Cotabato City. That's why she was immediately brought home. The City Health Office conducted swab testing on Sunday, and she yielded positive for COVID. According to Dr. Patadon, the OFW had complete documents that allowed her to return home and did pass through triaging in Manila, but it shows that her swab result was last May 30, 2020. That's why, the, that, that's why Dr. Patador said it was possible that she acquired the infection while she was at the airport or in the community she came from, or maybe during her transit or travel to Cotabato City or to General Santa City, rather. The patient, though asymptomatic or not showing any signs and symptoms of COVID-19, is admitted at the COVID test center here in Cotabato City. She will undergo a 14-day quarantine until her next swab testing. The city government continues to monitor returning OSW 
believe that they could not yet determine the exact number of boats coming home. A team from the city health office was already deployed at the Cotabato airport in that instance, what Maguindanao is designated to conduct profiling, thermal scanning, checking of documents, and also doing rapid tests to returning OSWs and locally stranded individuals. Lorene Andong, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Trade Department urging commercial property owners to extend more support to micro and small enterprises. DTI Chief Ramon Lopez urges lessers to offer lower, discounted, or waived rental fees. This says demand is expected to be slow in the coming months amid the gradual reopening of the economy under the new normal. Ang iba po ay kung, kung pwede ho, tanggalin na muna yung fixed rate at kumuha na lang po ng porsyento sa bawat benta po ng mga micro SMEs para po matulungan po natin sila. Sila po ang mag stimulate ng demand and it will restart the economy. Kaya importante pong mapanatiling buhay po ang mga malilit na negosyo dahil they account for 70% ng employment. Lopez is bullish about his economic outlook, saying the country may even hit a 9% growth rate in 2021. He adds the last remaining shuttered businesses in Metro Manila may hopefully be allowed limited operations soon, but the capital region eventually shifts to a looser, modified general community quarantine. Example po dito ay yung mga gyms and fitness studios and sports facilities. Under GCQ po, ang ating po mga sports facilities, mga gyms, allowed po pag ito po ay mga outdoor activities. Pero under modified GCQs, outdoor and indoor sports facilities will now be allowed to operate. So ibig sabihin po, yung mga sports activities na indoor, as long as non-contact, ay magiging papayagan na po at iaalaw na po ngayon pong under MGCQ. A government-owned and controlled corporation under the Philippine Trade Department has already received 10,000 applications for its COVID-19 assistance to restart enterprises or CARES program. The Small Business Corporation says the offer is open for enterprises operating for at least a year before the lockdown began in March and those whose business registration is valid up to that month. Micro-businesses valued up to 3 million pesos can borrow up to 200,000 pesos, while small enterprises with up to 15 million pesos in assets can access up to 500,000 pesos in loans. The GLCC has also set aside 100 million pesos to fund a different loan program for repatriated migrant workers. Calls to protect online buyers and sellers mount as rising online transactions during the pandemic have attracted scammers. That's why a Philippine lawmaker is once again pushing for the passage of the Internet Transactions Act, which aims to regulate the e-commerce industry. House Committee Chair on Trade Industry Wesca Chalian says taxing small-time online sellers can also generate additional revenue for the government as it tries to revive the economy post-COVID-19. If you are just uh, a consumer to consumer, no, wherein, for example, you have an old cell phone, personal, and you posted it in Facebook Marketplace, mm -hmm. somebody bought it. Uh, yun po ay hindi na po natin kasama sa ating pong uh, panukala. But if it is for business purposes and uh, quantities that are uh, you know big enough for commercial uh, business, uh, commercial purposes, no, mm -hmm. or commercial quantities, those are items that are covered with this bill wherein we will regulate and we will uh, put taxes.
The Philippines' Commission on Population expecting a 5% increase in pregnancies for the whole year amid the coronavirus pandemic. This comes as a population boom is feared for the country after adverse crisis triggered a spike in pregnancies in the past. Commission on Population Executive Director Dr. Juan Antonio Perez III says they expect 100 more reports of pregnancies a day as people are quarantined in their homes during lockdown. Perez adds the death due to COVID-19 will also go well beyond the disease and will target the most vulnerable. I'd be more worried about our capacity to provide uh, services for the uh, newborns. And, uh, you know, we expect that uh, the impact of COVID will e go even beyond the 1,000. We expect that there will be indirect deaths due to COVID. And the numbers could be in the area of uh, particularly for maternal mortalities from it, in a worst-case situation, we would probably see 1,500 more maternal mortalities. And among children, the impact would be higher. Uh, we were seeing at around, in a worst-case scenario, probably 20,000 uh, child deaths due to uh, wasting, malnutrition, and also uh, difficulty of services to the Philippine Securities and Exchange Commission will continue its company registration services online amid the COVID-19 pandemic. It will also start accepting requests for monitoring of corporations, status of corporations, certificates of no derogatory information through email. The public is advised to email such applications with the SEC Company Registration and Monitoring Department. The SEC reminds the public only applications that have already been assessed and approved for payment through online processing will be entertained at the main office in Pasay City. Another dim forecast for the Philippine economy as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to disrupt global and domestic economic activities. The World Bank expects the Philippine economy to shrink by 1.9% in 2020, the first contraction since the Asian financial crisis. Its previous growth forecast was at 3%. The World Bank says the latest growth outlook was based on the assumption that containment measures will be gradually relaxed in the second half of the year. The Philippine economy is expected to return to above 6% in 2021 and above 7% in 2022. The controversial anti-terror bill now in the hands of Malacanang. Presidential spokesperson Harry Roque says the palace received its copy of the proposed measure from Congress today. Roque adds President Duterte will carefully study the bill's provisions to decide on whether or not to veto the measure, which the president certified as urgent. If the president does not act on it, no? we have 30 days. I stand corrected. We have 30 days. Kapag hindi po linagdaan ng presidente, it will become law. So we have a 30-day period to review, either to veto or to sign the bill. Otherwise, kung wala pong action ng presidente, it will become law. Yes. Senate President Vicente Soto III slammed congressmen who were pushing to revert the bill to committee discussion, warning they would not want him to do the same to them. Several congressmen have already withdrawn their yes votes to the controversial measure, which some legal experts say could be used by government to go after its critics. The Integrated Bar of the Philippines will exhaust all avenues to keep the controversial anti-terror bill within the bounds of the Philippine Constitution. The group is calling attention to the possible unconstitutionality of the... Um,
And we go to the National Union of Journalists of the Philippines slamming what it calls House Deputy Speaker Rodante Marcoleta's bullying of ABS-CBN reporter Mike Navalio. The group says Marcoleta should have called the network's attention and filed a complaint instead of using the franchise hearing to mount a personal attack against a journalist. The NUJP also denounced the House Committee leadership for allowing Marcoleta to do that. It also believes Marcoleta owes Navalio and the network a public apology. Marcoleta accused Navalio of being un-Filipino for airing a story on Marcoleta's legislative records. ABS-CBN News stands by Navalio's report. Viber messages showed the reporter only refused to mount the press conference for the lawmaker. Navalio suggested that Marcoleta's staff organize a conference instead. ABS-CBN has constantly tried to reach out to Marcoleta's camp for Navalio's story. The confirmation of the Philippine Justice Department, Bureau of Immigration and Securities and Exchange Commission that ABS-CBN Chairman Emeritus Gabi Lopez is a Filipino citizen should be enough to put the matter to rest. That's according to Attorney J.P. Villasor, Dean of the University of Negros Occidental Recoletos College of Law. Villasor reiterates as someone born to Filipino parents and whose birth is covered under the 1935 Philippine Constitution, Lopez is considered a natural-born Filipino citizen who does not need to perform any positive act to prove his citizenship. Administrative agencies in our jurisdiction in the Philippines enjoys the, the presumption of validity, especially when it comes to the determination of uh, factual findings. And they are administrative agencies are in the best position uh, uh, to determine uh, the factual circumstances of a birth of a person subject to review by the proper court. For those who are who are um, uh, who question the citizenship of the person, they will have they will be the the ones who need to present uh, proof that that person is not a Filipino citizen. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.